But if you've got this narrative inside that says that's improper, I shouldn't do that, I'm not good enough, I can't do that, you not only miss out on the juiciness, the, the delightful deliciousness of life itself, but you miss out on the fullness of your contribution, which I believe contributes to a lot of the ennui and quasi-depression or even full-on clinical depression that people experience. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do It With Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Mengena. I'm here with a very new homie who is decidedly groovy, quite dope, and has an awesome story to share. Uh, recently met Jackie as I recorded an interview her for her upcoming summit. We're going to talk a bit about that. Uh, and we just found that we just got along divinely. And so we're squeezing this hey. in. We're recording this on the 4th of April. Um, I, I'm only doing three days of podcasting this week because I'm getting ready to go to Necker Island. Can't wait to tell you guys all about that. And what? yeah, I'm going to Necker Island this weekend. Didn't I tell you? No. Dude, yeah, like, that's what I'm doing. I'll be there for what? like six, seven days. Doing what? Uh, hanging out with Richard Branson and some other really cool entrepreneurs and really just vibing. And getting ready to level up. Getting ready to. (laughs) I would say you've leveled up and you're going to level up some more. There we go. Thank you very much. But um, Jackie, before I continue waffling on about all different kinds of stuff about you, why don't you, in your own words, let the listeners know who you are and what it is that you do. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. And thank you for hosting me and and just giving us another platform to hang out and play on. So I'm I'm so excited to meet your audience. Yeah, just, you know, so hello, everyone. I am so you are intelligent, heart centered people because you are following this enormously huge human being. So, uh, so, so great to be here. I am Jackie Woodside. I've been in the space of kind of thought leadership. um, Oh, gosh, probably about 30 years. I've, I've literally been a coach for 30 years so long ago that people would be like what do you mean like do you do sports or something like what is that I'm like no no that's not exactly it so yeah I love telling young coaches that I've been coaching longer than they've been alive um, so I was also a psychotherapist for 30 years I closed that practice about 10 years ago and I'm um, full-time into the coaching teaching speaking space I've written a few books I've USA Today uh, bestseller and Amazon bestseller four times. I love writing and creating content. What do I do? I raise consciousness on the planet, but because no one wakes up in the morning saying, I just wish I could raise my consciousness today. Yeah. Nobody wakes up thinking that. So I write and teach on time, money, leadership, and life. Mm. So Time, that's money, m- leadership, money, leadership and, life. and life. Yeah. Mm. So if you're having issues with any of those, I love to say there is nothing you can bring me. There's no problem. There's no issue. There's no major concern that you could bring to me that I can't give you a coaching structure to resolve. So I don't care what it is. Actually, I think that would make a great like reality TV show. Like, I don't care what it is. You give me something that's going on in your life. And I promise you, I can give you a structure to resolve it. Now, the question is, will you apply that structure? 
is mm-hmm. sometimes the structures are hard to do. But anyway, so that's mm-hmm. what I do. And I do that in individual coaching and group coaching and digital uh, you know, programs that I've created. Um, soon I the write, metaverse. I blog. Yes, I'm doing a <laughs> meeting in the metaverse soon. Uh, so yeah, gosh, it's just an exciting time to be in this space. Mm, 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 mm. And what I love is that I, do, I love hearing from people who were coaches before coaching was cool because now everybody right. wants to be a coach. And right. everybody wants to be a coach. And I literally was coaching be, like when people had no idea what it was. Mm. I, I feel so fortunate, really, because I didn't know it was hard to start a coaching practice back then. I just got <laughs> on the phone. I was like, I'm doing this thing. You want to do this? Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, what, what is it? Like, All right, fine. <laughs> so this combination of time, money, leadership and life. Did you just wake up and say, oh, time, hmm, money, leadership life. Okay, let's do it. Like where, where's the <laughs> where's the journey to stepping into being um, in quite a traditional field to doing this rather maverick mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that nobody was really doing in areas that are not really commonly mixed in the way that you've mixed them. There's got to be some background to that. And I'd love to. Oh, that's really interesting. What What a great question, Dan. Yeah. So, you know, really, if you boil it down, like I kind of had to make that up, that that's what I teach. And I do. I've got books and programs on all of those things. (laughs) But the reality is the common thread, what I Mm. really do is I teach people what consciousness is, why Mm. it matters and how to change it. Mm. Um, so, but be, you know, I said that kind of snorkely at the, at the beginning, like nobody wakes up in the morning thinking, I just wish I could change my consciousness. That really is true. People mm-hmm. don't recognize the, the truth that our outer world is created and generated by what we think, how we believe, how we feel, uh, what attitudes we hold. Snap, 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 snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the thing, right? People don't understand that in general, or maybe they understand it, but nah, but not about this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know it's about my inner world, but... And mm-hmm. everybody's got this, but, mm-hmm. and it, there's no buts. Like really how you perceive and what you believe creates how, how you think it creates, how you act, what you'll do, what you'll say in the, in the most subtlest of ways. So because I am passionate that your outer world creates your inner world and your outer world of consciousness, which by the way, how I define consciousness is the vibration, the vibratory pattern that gets mm-hmm. created by your beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts. I was going to ask pay- you what you meant by consciousness. Yeah, because there's a million definitions out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot of people say it means awareness. I say awareness mm-hmm. gives you access to observing your consciousness. Mm. So if you pay attention to those four things, beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts, it's an acronym that says BEAT, B-E-A-T. So your BEAT beliefs, creates emotions. your vibe, right? Beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and, and thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. BEAT. Mm, beat. Love it. Your BEAT creates your vibe that creates your life. Ah. So cool, right? It's got a musical thing to it, your BEAT. Yeah, it's got a little BEAT atti- to it. BEAT creates your, your attitude, no, vibration. Your vibe. Yeah, okay, your vibe. And that creates your life. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that fun? Beat. I like that. Yeah, like we can go ahead. You can have it. You just take it, run with I'm gonna, it. I'm going to run with it, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to make sure it, that I'm, it's going to be like, there's going to be like a label on it that says contributed to life by Jackie Woodside. There you go. 
Jackie's thing. Just be like Jackie's thing. thing. Yeah. And people be like, oh, yeah, Jackie. Oh, Dan's friends with Jackie. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So cool. No, no, I'm still upset that you didn't invite me to Necker Island, but we'll deal with that later. (laughs) Um, Clearly, I did not have the right beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts (laughs) that generated um, that. I'm going again next year with the same group, so I can definitely make the hookup happen. All right, cool. See, look at that. Look at, see, this is, this is so perfect, right? Someone listening right now, Dan Mm -hmm. might be like, I can't believe she said that. That's like Mm -hmm. a little forward that she's like, you know, putting it up a Dan that she's not going to Necker. Like somebody might've had a judgment about that. Mm -hmm. Now, is that judgment that someone might've had about that? Is that about me that I'm Mm -hmm. inappropriate and too forward? No, it's about the beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts of that person. Ah. So, for example, just a simple little thing on how your beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts, your create, create your vibe, create your life. Here's Mm -hmm. a simple little example. Years and years ago, I was a mental health consultant, and my subspecialty as a mental health clinician was deafness. I'm fluent in American Sign Language. Yeah, I remember. Right. I was going to get yeah. into that because yeah, that was yeah. just another rando. Thing I know, just to right? Throw the mix. <laughs> like random thing here, right? So I'm fluent in American Sign Language. I worked in mental health and deafness for many years. And years ago, a friend of mine who also worked for a small nonprofit was starting a deaf mental health program. And she's calling me up every few days. Jackie, how do we do this? Jackie, what about this? Jackie, where do I find this equipment? And finally, I was like, dude, why don't you just hire me to do this for you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, really? Do you have time? I was like, I don't know. Do you have money? Right. And she, so she came back a couple of days later and she had money and Hey, I found the time. And that turned into a 10 year consulting contract, Dan. Wow. Now that's cool. Right now, mm-hmm. when I told that story to a number of my friends and colleagues, like, Hey, I'm going to be doing this consulting work for this nonprofit in Massachusetts, big nonprofit. I said small, it's actually one of the bigger nonprofits in Massachusetts. But anyway, I tell the story to people. They'd be like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, said what? I can't believe you said, why don't you hire me to do that? I was like, well, why wouldn't I say that? She mm-hmm. had a need. I had the skills. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, that's so forward. You, mm-hmm. That's so forward. And I was like, wow. And like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like now that, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody put that in my space, I mean, we're, mm-hmm. I was friends with her, so it didn't, but whatever. I guess mm-hmm. somebody could perceive that as being too forward. Mm-hmm. So because I didn't have that consciousness, mm-hmm. I had the consciousness of, I have a skill, you have a need, let's dance. Mm-hmm. But someone who had the belief that like, you shouldn't be too forward, you shouldn't promote yourself or whatever Mm -hmm. that was, whatever the thing was, whatever the thing was, would not have generated the outcome of a 10 year consulting contract. So the thing that's coming up for me with that, and it's, there's just so many layers to this conversation that I want to dive into, but, um, I'm going to backtrack and then I'm going to step forward because okay. one of the things that I love about this new buddy relationship that we have here is the way that we have this common ideology around the way that things tie together at the level of what we call consciousness. Yeah. And it's this idea that our outer reality is directly reflected on what's going on inside of us. And I love that we've got the beat to break down what that internal situation is, that internal landscape is. And so when someone is having this narrative about what they observe with you, that narrative is playing off of what's going on with them, their beat, which gives them their vibe, their response, their reaction. Exactly right. And as we're having these reactions, we actually get the opportunity 
to witness through what we are seeing in others, what's really going on inside of us. So I've got a, a thing, a Danism that says, um, the mind does not lose and the environment doesn't lie. And so what's going on externally in terms of how we react to things, what we're seeing is a direct reflection of what's happening inside. And so when I look at somebody having an attitude of oh, that's forward, my immediate thing will be, okay, but what's going on in that person's life? Is that person getting what they want from life? Or are they having this approach to life that I'm not worthy, I'm not able, I'm not powerful enough, I don't deserve to just ask for what I want. And when I see Jackie in the mix, I'm like, this is a woman that doesn't have a limiting narrative around being permitted to just ask for what she bloody wants. And I think how many of us going through life are missing out on blessings, missing out on opportunities, missing out on joy, missing out on life being a yummy thing because we're not giving ourselves permission to just bloody ask for it. You know, exactly. and messing out on contribution. Ah, uh, yes. And, you know, like, so, so really bringing forth the fullness of who you are, who they are. If I have mm. that, you know, just to use this example again, and it's a million different ways, but we're just using mm. this example of like, oh, I can't do that. That's too forward. Or I can't be all about myself or, you know, whatever that is. Then you don't get, you know, what I got to contribute over those 10 years was extraordinary. It mm. touched thousands of people's lives because I, because I was able to hold the consciousness that said, Mm -hmm. oh, why don't you hire me to do that? Mm -hmm. So that kind of clarity about contribution and self-empowerment, you're absolutely right. So if you've got this narrative inside that says that's improper, I shouldn't do that, I'm not good enough, I can't do that, you not only miss out on the juiciness, the, the delightful deliciousness of life itself, but you miss out on the fullness of your contribution, which I believe contributes to a lot of the ennui and quasi-depression or even full-on clinical depression that people experience. Hmm. We're all missing out on so much and ending up in a situation that doesn't reflect the full expression and experience of life, including contribution, including receivership, including just getting stuff because we're holding this beat these beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts, right? You're a quick <laughs> study. A You're a quick study. Of less than. <laughs> well, yeah, it leads to, to a vibe of less than. And you don't even than. realize that's what's generating inside of you, right? So mm-hmm. I don't even mean like it's this, you know, like I thought this way, therefore I got that result. I mean, I don't know that it's that linear, but because I think that way, I mm-hmm. will or I will not Mm-hmm. engage in certain actions and conversations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like there's a um, there's a literal and a vibratory boundary that's yeah. happening based on how you're choosing to show up, which includes, okay, this is, and I think maybe for some of us as well, we don't get the opportunity to step into this because we don't really know enough about ourselves and what we want. I've been going through this at the moment. Uh, with my therapist, just going into this whole thing of really claiming what I want, saying what I need, what's going to nourish me right now, what serves me right now. And it was wild that I had no concept of what the answers to those questions were at one point. And, And now going through this whole process of 
just relearning myself, my relationship to my external environment by really getting clear internally on, okay, what's going to nourish Dan? What excites Dan? What makes Dan happy? So that then I can start to curate an internal environment and set clear boundaries in my external environment to support Mm. having a life that flows that way. And give me an example of that, the clear boundaries in your external environment, like what? So for example, if I know that I need peace and quiet, which is one of the things I've realized that I need. Okay. Yeah. So I have two studios, two office working spaces. This looks different to the one I was in the other day, because this is where I record podcasts and so on and so forth. And then I've got the other one. Now, my other one, I've got my beanbag chair. I've got my meditation kit. I've got my, you know, my, my yoga mat. I've got my Lego and I've got a clear boundary that if I need space, I can go to this place and go and nourish and be, and I don't have people in there and blah, blah, blah. Right. So I know that I need that. So I've created in my environment, a place with, this is like where I go to go and feed that need. I'm not going to have people trampling in there. I'm not going to have, you know, the work that I do there and the work I do here, again, two different works for the most part. So I've got this clear boundary so that my, my soul can literally get what it needs within that particular environment that I've created to meet those needs I have. Nice. I love that. And if somebody doesn't have that kind of external space, now I'm interviewing you, but I think this is really <laughs> important. What happened here? Um, but if, if, if somebody if somebody doesn't have that external space, or you know, maybe that that opportunity, mm-hmm. like how else can you get? How else do you get your needs met when you don't have space? Well, I think my thing is that we may not be able to fully embody the thing but we yeah. can at least make some moves towards it. In reality, okay. transurfing, yeah. there's a there's a method called the integrated action strong method. And what that is all about is asking yourself, okay, I can't, I can't be with the love of my life right now, right? But when I vision myself in that experience of being with the love of my life, what makes that up? Okay, well, is there anything from that vision that I can do right now? Mm-hmm. Right? So nice. when we're talking about, um, time, for example, yeah. I may not have a month of the year off to go and travel around the world. But when I envision myself in that situation of having that month, what makes it up? Okay. Is there anything at all that I can do now? Okay. Can I go away this weekend? Right. Mm-hmm. Can I at least begin to research? Like, what can I do to step into it? So someone may not have the resources to step fully into the vision now, but there is always something we can do to move towards it. And what I've seen time and time again is that the more powerfully we move towards something, even at the smallest steps, the more magnetic we are to the thing coming exactly into our reality. Right. Things come towards us. Just do. Mm. I have a, a section I teach in my life design course, do one small thing every day. Micro shifting. So again, yeah, another crossover. <laughs> one small, just do one. Because, and I say it's not, doesn't even matter if you know exactly what to do or, mm-hmm. you know, what you need to do or how you're going to manifest it. I say the what you want to manifest is up to you. The how is up to God. Mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. you can't just sit and, you know, this is one of my pet peeves kind of a, a, about some members of our community. Oh, I'll just wait. And, you know, I'll just wait and see if I'm going to be directed. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, but help God out, right? Like <laughs> you've got to create, you know, and I really do believe that our, our thoughts and our actions create vibration. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I say start with a Google search. Like you don't know mm -hmm. what to yeah. do. Google it. <laughs> like mm -hmm. go to YouTube. Things yeah. are figure outable, right? Mm -hmm. Talk to somebody who's done it. Like just take an action because that action with the belief behind it creates mm -hmm. a vibration. And that's mm -hmm. what you're saying, that micro shift, but that vibration goes out into the universe. It connects with the matrix of life itself mm -hmm. and you you get met with what it is that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, one Another dynamism is reality wraps around how you feel. And the reason why I say how you feel is because our feelings are a direct reflection again of what's going on in that internal environment. And nice. so when we understand and really get that we can have this dance with our internal environment through our emotional field. And we can start to, my, my friend, Dr. Ann Jensen actually did her PhD at Oxford University, showing that you can change your emotional state. Just like that, you can change it. Absolutely. Because it's part of that formula, even the beat formula, it's a part of that formula. And when we look at how much our emotion even changes our physiology, it changes the chemicals and hormones running through our body and therefore shifts what capacity we have to think about different things. I would say to people who don't believe that, okay, try and smile when you're angry as fudge and see what happens. Can you still right. stay angry or can you hold the smile? Because the two can't be in the same place at the same time. Right. Try and get mad when you're laughing. Right. Like laughing your tits off. It's not going to happen. The two can't be in the same space. Either you're going to stop laughing and get angry or the anger is just not going to show up because you're right. locked in that vibrational frequency. And then because everything is magnetically playing with each other, the experiences, the people, places and things that are going to be permitted into your space are limited to what's going on with you. Right. And so when someone is, for example, judging someone else, ask yourself what emotional state is being generated by that judgment or what inner environment is being revealed by that judgment and do all of those pieces fit together with the vision that you have for yourself. And if not, it's time to make a change. And if yes, celebrate that and keep going on. But for the most part, I'm sure people agree that the more pleasant, pleasing and desirable experiences that we would be, um, reflecting on potentially being in our life probably don't match the frequency of judgment and thinking less than of someone else based on their life, which really doesn't have anything to do with us other than our witnessing of it, which doesn't impact us apart from our judgment right, of it. Right. I always <laughs> tell my, my students in my programs, you can say anything to me. You mm -hmm. can literally say anything to me and I promise you I can hear it mm -hmm. because what I'm going to hear is your perception of me, mm. not my identity. Mm. And me learning what their perception of me is helps me understand them. Mm. Yeah. So, and yes, of course, I want to take the feedback. I want to, you know, hear what people have to say and, and, you know, embrace all of that. But, but, People can say anything to me because what they'll be sharing is their perception. Mm. Yeah. And so when you when you recognize that, you know, like the people telling me that, that was too forward, that was too much, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. got it. Like, I'm glad I don't hold that perception because <laughs> it really would have messed with my next 10 years of consulting work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, but when people are, are, you know, practicing judgment or being critical, 
Mm-hmm. It will give you so much more freedom. And this is, again, this is where it, it requires a lot of self-regulation because mm-hmm. one's ego wants, you know, wants to like get engaged and, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, either going to the, like the shame response or the angry, aggressive response. What's wrong with you? Why are you being so unkind? If mm-hmm. you can just set the ego aside and and that's right. That's a big topic right there. Mm-hmm. Not an easy thing to do, but as you develop in your spiritual and psychological capacities and you develop greater psychological and spiritual maturity and you can watch the play and you can just watch the play of like, oh, that got said and oh, that's how the ego responded. And you can set all of that aside. It's just a wondrous uh, matrix, if you will, of, of, uh, of information and energy exchange. Mm. It's just a delightful way of being in the world. Mm. But here's the thing, and I think this is a, a great way to pivot into a bit more to your backstory. I mean, I know for myself, the, the, the resources that I have to show up the way that I intend to show up today is as a result of a lot of work that's happened over the last 22 years, right? A lot of bumps, a lot of challenges that have been overcome for someone who's just listening to this podcast and maybe for the first time hearing a discussion around consciousness that they can actually wrap their head around and maybe wants to start looking at this stuff, but is like, yeah, but it's okay for you guys. I mean, you've been doing this for a while. How can I get started? Yeah. What can I do? What would you, what would you say to someone? But uh, no, where was your inroad into this kind of information and what was your journey like? Such a great question. Both both questions are, are such valid and important questions. So first of all, I, you know, I want to say to that person that's maybe newer to this thought of consciousness and inner world and vibration and uh, magnetic, you know, magnetic energy. Like I get it, you know, it, it's a, it's a whole new world to understand. It's first thing. And secondly, I just want to say, and it's the most important thing you will ever learn. Mm. hands down. It is the most important thing you will ever learn. I've said to my son, I have a 16 year old son. I've said to him since he was 18 months old, the most important thing you will ever learn is how to manage your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. I still say it to him, poor kid. Mm. I can't imagine. (laughs) Anyway. um, So, so I get it. It's like, it's kind of abstract and it it feels, you know, one of the things I like to say is people think like, well, I can't help it. It's just the way I think Mm -hmm. you can help it. Mm. I can't help it. That's just how I feel. Mm -hmm. You can help it. Right. So just getting beyond that notion of I can't help it. Mm -hmm. So for me, gosh, it was, you know, as a matter of survival, um, Mm -hmm. I I say that I went from, um, you know, hot mess to happy and blessed. Uh, Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hot (laughs) mess to happy and blessed. I think we just got the title for this episode. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. Hot mess to happy and blessed. I think it might be the title of my next book, actually. Um, I'm working on one right now called 101 Ways to Raise Your Vibe. But once I finish that one, I think hot mess from hot mess to happy and blessed. Because there really is a path. And that is really Mm -hmm. no kidding my life story. This, you know, tragedy to triumph kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how far back you want to go. Let's just say I had a lot, a lot, a lot of trauma in in my early uh, childhood, a lot of death in my family. Um, My my dad, his dad and his brother all died within nine months of one another in three different car accidents. Crazy. My grandmother lost her husband and two sons in nine months. 
Crazy, wow. crazy, crazy. Nobody lives through that. It's crazy stuff. So my family was, you know, I was born into, uh, you know, just a lot, a lot of trauma in that, in that experience. Um, you know, and then fast forward, my mom did what she could do and, you know, high school education, three kids, widow back in, in that era. And, uh, and, you know, so my young adult, my teenage and young adult life was really chaotic, really hectic, a lot of trauma, a lot of drama, a lot of broken relationships. Uh, so, you know, I've been through chronic depression and uh, uh, domestic violence, addictions. I've recovered from just about everything. I was in a battering wow. relationship. I was homeless. Um, you just flat broke, didn't have any money at nasty, nasty breakup with the person that was battering me um, and ended up homeless for a time until I could get myself back on my feet. It was a really, really rough run. In fact, I was such a hot mess that I had a clinician write an article about my clinical treatment and it got published. <laughs> That's, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So you yeah. had that level oh, of yeah. growth, a level of yeah. growth that actually inspired a, a paper to be published. And yet here you are anyway. rocking, rocking the mic. I just want to take a moment before we move forward and just honor and acknowledge you for coming on a journey and allowing that journey to be something that lights the way for other people to have an empowering journey too. I just want to thank, thank you, you. Thank you for all that. Really kind of you. And I want to pass that forward and, and say to your listeners, like, I don't care how ugly it is right now. I don't care where you're at with your finances. I don't care how messed up your emotional world is. I don't care how many relationships you've messed up. Believe me, been there, done that. And you can recover. You know, in my addictions journey, I don't say I, you know, I am recovering. I say I am recovered. The most powerful thing you have is your I am statement, your I am identity. So I do say I am recovered, you know, there by the grace of God every single day. I am mm -hmm. recovered from mm -hmm. my addiction. I am recovered from my depression. I was on uh, antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication. I was on attention for adult attention deficit disorder. I'm not on any medications today. Wow. And I really, yeah, yeah, no, really, I was a hot oh, mess. Works. Yeah, work works. And, you mm. know, so people will be like, God, Jackie, how have you done this? And one of the things I do say is I work harder on myself than anyone I know. Mm. It was it was a full time job getting me healthy. <laughs> so I was going to individual therapy um, at one point, couples therapy much later on couples therapy when I started got healthy enough. I've been married now for with my spouse for 22 years now. So we did we did a round of couples therapy. Um, 12 step programs were just life changing for me. But probably the biggest thing that really impacted my life was the unity spiritual movement or the new thought spiritual movement. So if anybody is interested in that, you'd look up you know, uh, unity.org. I think it is, is the unity spiritual movement or uh, new thought spirituality. And it was this notion that I am not my thoughts, that mm. I have my thoughts, you know, mm. and I, 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 I teach this, like, you know, your, your thoughts and your emotions aren't like your vision and hearing mm -hmm. <laughs> or balance. Like you have mm. balance. You don't use your balance. You just have balance. You have vision. <laughs> It's like, how am I going to use my vision today? No, you just have your vision. You don't think about how you use your vision, right? You just have these, these characteristics of the human condition. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts and emotions are not like that. Mm -hmm. I do think, how do I want to use my thoughts today? Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? I'll pause. I'm just I'm wondering, and no, I'm just wondering how much of our power is getting lost in us trying to work out what our power means, how to use it, where it came from, instead of just allowing our power to be our power and to live a life mm. that actually um, 
to live a life that's fueled by it? How many people are in a, a disempowering state because they're trying to work out, oh, what is power? What does it mean? Where does it come from? What color is it? What gender is it? Whatever the thing is, instead of just being the powerful being that they are innately and then just moving well, through. I have to say, Dan, that my experience of that being a therapist for many years, being a coach for 30 years, is that the, the problem I see with that, with people just owning their inherent power as the active co-creator of their lives, is, is this. People have the erroneous notion that what they think is the truth. Mm. <laughs> and when your thoughts are generated by egoic, by your ego's need for self-protection, Mm -hmm. then your thoughts often are generated around self-limiting, uh, disempowering notions of, I can't do that, and who's, I, who am I to step out like that, and oh, I better be careful. You can't trust people, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. I hear these things over and over and over again, and what I seek to teach people today is that your thoughts aren't the truth. They're just mm -hmm. your thoughts, it's patterns of neurons firing based on your beliefs, emotions, attitudes, and thoughts based on your current and evolving level of consciousness. So how I think today is wildly different than how I was thinking as a person actively engaged in addiction, actively diagnosed with you know, moderate to severe clinical depression. Mm -hmm. My inner world of thought then and my inner world of thought today are wildly different. Mm -hmm. Therefore, my outer world is wildly different. different. Mm, what changed is how I, yeah, inner world creates the outer world. So mm -hmm. I learned to not believe everything I think because mm -hmm. thoughts generated from the ego will generally be their, um, their, their goal is self-protection. Mm -hmm. So rather than being, you know, kind of wrapped up in this self-protected bubble of egoic notions, I've, I've trained myself, and this is what I teach people, I've trained myself to be given by what I call your highest essence, the, the, the power that you are talking about, that we all just have and we are. So I've trained myself to how to use my mind to train my brain to actually process the world differently. So mind and brain are not the same thing. We, we kind of use them interchangeably. Brain is the organ yeah, that produces physical. thoughts, the physical yeah. organ that produces thoughts. Your mind is the non-material energetic mm -hmm. countenance of that gets produced by what your brain is doing. So use your mind to train your brain. Yeah. I had, um, I had, a I wrote a paper on that when I was, a. Uh, I took a second stab at finishing my degree and I was doing um, PPE by distance learning. And in the philosophy unit, we actually looked at this, like, what is mind? And I, what I is mind? Yeah, the great mind. conversation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And there's a whole different, there's different schools of thought and the material yeah. versus the non-material. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a non-materialist. I think that there, mm -hmm. that mind is energy Mm -hmm. And it is, I love in the unity tradition, we teach uh, that the Holy Trinity is mind, idea, and expression. Ooh, mind, mind not your yama, yeah, yeah, mind, idea, and expression. So mind, not your yama, 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 ego, mm -hmm. protection, careful, but the mind of God. And when you elevate your consciousness and connect your mind with the mind of God, you are the mind of God expressing. What happens is you receive inspiration of a divine idea of how God wants to express through and as you in this world. 
Mm-hmm. You receive this divine idea. And when you keep the ego out of the way, mm-hmm. that divine idea moves into divine expression, expression. Mm-hmm. of how you live your life. Mind, idea, and expression. So that's when, you know, when you say people should just, you know, kind of live the power that we are. Yes. But when people don't understand the operation of kind of this ego and essence, this, this you know, uh, kind of duality that we all have of the limitations of the ego and the, the infinity of your essential nature and how to transition your life to be from being lived by the ego, don't believe everything you think. Mm-hmm. to being lived by this higher essential nature that is magnetic, that is energy, that is truth and peace and oneness and love and unity and infinite possibility. That's mm-hmm. how I, like, I didn't know this morning that I was going to get an invitation to Necker Island when I woke up today. <laughs> Damn, like, right? Yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. that is just, that's awesomeness, right? Mm. Happy and blessed from hot mess to happy and blessed. Happy and blessed. Now, if the, if the mind that I was operating in, let's say in my early thirties, you know, could to mid third, if that mind was operating, I promise you, I would not be on this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And you would not been like, girl, yeah, well, we need to hang in Necker Island. I'm doing that next year. Let's talk. <laughs> it wouldn't happen that the energy of that mind would mm-hmm. never have produced that outcome. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and this is where I think people get stuck with the law of attraction, the jump, the mumbo jumbo side of law. Of attraction. Yeah. It's, yeah. That, it's a combination of your response to things because the opportunity could have been presented and you still could have. Wouldn't right? hear it. So Wouldn't just because something is magnetically attracted to you doesn't mean that you can receive it. There are some people exactly. that are setting the intention about abundance, for example, but their habits and behaviors are stopping them from experiencing the abundance that's available to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, you know, mm-hmm. I wrote another book, as you know, called Money Vibe and that our Money Vibe mm-hmm. Summit is coming up. I'm yeah. so honored, Dan, to have you on it. Like uh-huh. just so delightfully honored to, to feature you on this, oh, on this okay. exciting day. But yeah, the money, so you're money vibe, right? So you and I are talking about magnetism and vibration. What people don't understand enough that I want people to understand is that you have a vibe about everything, Mm. right? You have a vibe about working out. For some people, it's like, yeah, man, can't wait to get to the gym. Or it's like, oh, where's my sneakers? I got to go to the gym, right? You have a vibe about everything. And for some people, it's just like, no, give me the couch, right? Mm -hmm. You got a vibe about working out. You have a vibe about politics. Mm -hmm. You have a vibe about uh, your marriage. Mm. You have a vibe about your marriage. For me, I have a lovely vibe about my marriage. I'm the happiest married person that I know. Mm -hmm. Back when I was a hot mess, Mm -hmm. I did not have a great relationship vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have a vibe about everything and your your vibratory pattern of belief, emotion, attitude and thoughts goes out and connects with the matrix, the energetic matrix of life, which creates your experience of the thing through how you think, how you talk, how you act, what you accept, what you reject, how you move forward. So money vibe is all about that. How you bring money and the experience of having this into your mm-hmm. life. How good can you let it be? How, mm-hmm. how much can you actually have? Or before you say like, oh, that's too much. What do they think of me? Well, if I have too much, does that mean somebody else doesn't have enough? Doesn't have enough. All that. Mm -hmm. So that's your money vibe. And that's what our money vibe summit is going to be going right up against. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to hop into the summit just now. And I just wanted to just touch base on the fact that one of the things that I noticed when we first connected, when I was recording the interview for the summit again, thank you for having me, um, was that 
it's not that we're saying let's talk about money because it's the most important thing or it has a place over and above other things. But when we're looking at this conversation about consciousness and we're looking at this conversation about our capacity to consciously create what we're experiencing, when we're looking at this ability to know where we are on that scale of what's going on with um, our relationship to our divine expression, all that comes before it, having a tangible, quantifiable playing field to develop these skills and to, to be able to say where you are on the journey just makes sense. It's one of the reasons why I, again, work with people around money. It's not because I give money bigger credence than health and relationships. It's just that if we're going to go out and apply these principles to move into financial freedom, to move into creating a certain figure, to move into being free from debt or to move into having sufficient resources to live life on our own terms, that's quantifiable. Okay, I need $10,000 a month to live life on my own terms. I'm going to apply these principles around consciousness and see what happens. Oh, it came in. Well, I guess that maybe there's something to this. It didn't show up. Well, I guess that was BS, right? There's no, there's no ifs or buts about it. If we're going to be applying this consciousness to relationship, again, relationship still involves another person. And so the depth of dominion and agency that we need over our own frequency to have true potent power in terms of what I call the quantum overlay of the other person is a lot deeper work. And also so much, so much stuff has to go into that versus when we play my money game challenge, for example, and we say, okay, we're going to manifest 10 bucks over the next couple of days or whatever. Like, did it show up? Yeah. Okay. Well, you've got it. How can we take these principles and apply it? It didn't show up. Okay. What's going on with this? What's going on with this? Let's do a troubleshoot. Boom, boom. Oh, it's showing up now. Okay. Now take that and go and apply that to the health of your body. Go and apply that to your relationships with yourself, which is going to lead to how you relate to others. But having that quantifiable thing is so powerful in terms of developing uh, a conscious relationship to what we're creating and how we create, I think. It's so, so true. And I, I love that. I, I also have the a 30 day money vibe challenge where mm-hmm. it's just, you know, use your consciousness, use your mind, direct your energy, direct your consciousness toward bringing in unexpected income. You set mm-hmm. the amount. And mm-hmm. I've seen people bring in everything from $500 of unexpected income to literally $105,000 of unexpected income in 30 days. And mm-hmm. all based on like where your resonant energy is and how mm-hmm. much you can keep that focus on your money vibe. It's so, so fun. I love playing with it. And I've helped loads of people as I did myself manifest wonderful relationships. Yes, it involves another person, Mm -hmm. but it's really just one energy. Mm. It's calling in the energy of that other being, that other entity, but it's just one energy because what you're focusing on is the energy of connection and oneness and unity and love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's talk about the money web summit. Okay, cool. Sort of bring this that's, by the way, that's how I manifested you in my life. I was focusing on the energy of high vibration and money and love and connection oh. and fun and friendship. And there you were, you just showed up right in my life. <laughs> how did we ever even get connected? I stalked you. Yeah, no, I was looking for, <laughs> I was looking for speakers for my money vibe summit. And I went on Amazon and did a search for something. And there you were like, God just dropped you right in my lap. You were the, like the first person that I found. I think the only one that I reached out to off of that little Amazon search and um, gosh, I'm just so happy about it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, 
Thank you, thank you, thank you to. Oh, and Oprah told me. Synchronicities. Yeah, Oprah. Oprah told me to call you. <laughs> oh gosh, um, Money Vibe Summit starting May twenty first. Starting so, May twenty first. Yes, live yeah. event May twenty first, uh, nine a.m. to noon East Coast time. Live mm-hmm. music, meditation, speakers. It's really a celebration of creating uh, with vibration and energy around money. Like, awesome. why not? Awesome. Why not? Yeah, and you're going to be one of the featured speakers. Thank you. Thank you again. And there's going to be some recorded interviews as well that people can come back to. Yeah, and then for the next 10 days, yeah, the next 10 days, I'll be featuring extraordinary, extraordinary teachers around money and energy and vibration. Uh, You know, you you are one of the people that will have uh, a teaching coming out. Um, Ken Honda, who is Mm -hmm. the greatest, highest selling nonfiction author in Japan. He sold Mm -hmm. 8 million books on money and finance and relationship with money. money. Happy Money, his book, yeah. and the, that just got translated in the U.S. So he'll be one of the speakers. Uh, Deb Poneman is one of the mm-hmm. speakers. I've got just a wonderful lineup of people that will be teaching on energy, vibration, and money. So uh, awesome. you get uh, one or two a day over the 10 days. And it's, I, I mean, literally life-changing. Well, I did it last year, the Money Vibes Summit last year, and the, the impact on people's lives and what I heard from people for months afterwards was extraordinary. Wonderful, wonderful, yummy. Uh, we're going to pop a link in the show notes for people to uh, to get signed up to come and hang out with us. But again, guys, it's May 21st for the live event. And then for the next 10 days, we'll get one to two speakers a day, including yours truly. And this some guy right here. Fabulous humans. Um, Jackie, you're happy and blessed today. Um, what's one thing specific and we've given some generic general generic we've given some roundabout advice but someone they're here in front of you right now they're in the hot mess i just want to leave the listeners with with the the thing that will be really supportive to them moving toward being happy and blessed Mm. uh establish quiet time every day and if you, quiet time every day, quiet time every day. And if, you know, you tell me how much quiet time you have, I say 30 minutes would be great. And if you have 30 minutes, I would spend 10 minutes meditating 10 minutes, praying and 10 minutes expressing gratitude for all that you have. Um, if you can't do 30 minutes, then do three minutes of praying, three minutes of meditating and three minutes of expressing gratitude for what you have. Expressing mm-hmm. gratitude raises your vibration. Meditation mm-hmm. quiets your vibration and prayer connects you with divine mind. And if you don't know how to pray, mm-hmm. you're like, well, what, what do you mean? Our father who art in heaven? Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. That's a wonderful prayer. But what I really mean and how I how I do my prayers, I have an editor reading next to me. Um, I just I open my journal and, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, in, in my journal, it says, uh, dear God, what's happening today? Mm-hmm. I write my prayers. Love letters to God. I write love letters to God. I ask questions. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's extraordinary. And then like, I'm like writing this dialogue and I don't even know. I, I get these stream of consciousness ideas generated mm-hmm. that I don't know where they came from. It is literally from a, a different level of consciousness and living than I, than the eye of me knows myself. Mm-hmm. I solve my own problems. <laughs> Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a, a little journal, I write down my gratitudes, see if I can find one. 
Yeah. I, I just, you know, I'm mean, today I'm grateful for Zozo. That's my dog, sweet energy and loving spirit work that I love and trainings that I adore glorious alone time during the week. Uh, you know, my, my spouse's loving support, my son's vibrant energy. Those are the things that I write down. What am I grateful for today? I'm grateful for time with Dan. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head and food to eat. I'm mm -hmm. grateful that I woke up this morning with good health and a safe living place to live. I mean, there's so much to be grateful for, Dan. So if someone is just at the beginning of their journey, if it's three minutes a day, do one minute of each of those things. If it's mm -hmm. 30 minutes, do 10 minutes of each of those things. But every day, commit to an inner journey. Mm. Thank you so much. Prayer, meditation, and gratitude, the path from being a hot mess to happy and blessed. <laughs> there you go. You just wrote my book for me. Thank you. I just, I just, well, it's your frequency calling it in. I'm just, I'm just the avenue to it. Beautiful. Um, thank you for today. I think we really, really covered a lot and have given the listeners Again. a lot to, to chew on, to nibble on, to suck on, to play with. Um, Again, guys, we're going to pop the link to the, the Money Vibe Summit in in the show notes, go and click, do the thing. Um, yeah, this has been, I hope you guys are as full up as I am right now, if not more, there's been a lot to, there's been a lot to, to bring into your experience and to allow your experience to, to expand and shift and to just be more yummy, delicious and divine. And so until next time, guys, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. And bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.